And this is for all my people who always run in their mouth. I got something for you. You run your mouth and I run my business, brother. Bang, bada, boom. What it is, what it was, what it will be. This is the running my mouth podcast. And I am your humble, gracious, handsome, smart, intelligent, old, most humble host, gifted. I'm in this building. And for those that don't know why we're recording the podcast, I am simultaneously going Facebook Live, talking to my Facebook audience, as well as recording the audio for the podcast, man. Uh, I want to start all this podcast by dedicating it to my baby girl, Jay Renee. Right now, I'm showing my Facebook people her picture. Showing my visual people her picture. My girl, man, little sister, you know, wearing the shirt too. Let me show y'all the shirt. Hold on, Jay Renee. You know what I'm saying? We gonna rep her. We gonna keep her alive. Believe that. You know, I've been around death, woo, all my life. I've been going to funeral after funeral after funeral, but you know. <laughs> Death hits. I mean, that's one of the things. It's inevitable. It's unavoidable. That's why we got to make sure that we live our lives, you know, like every day because you just don't know when the day can be the day. You have no clue. But at the end of the day, it hits. It hits home. And uh, I met Jay Renee when she was about 13 years old, man. Uh, Vine Wine, my partner Vine Wine introduced me to her and her mother, Lindsay. Shout out to her daddy, Charles, and uh, 007 and myself. That's the homie right there behind me on the poster. Y'all know 007, Fit World Boys, uh, Rapping Eye Records legend. Uh, we was working on the album, and we was looking for a singer, man. And <laughs> this girl, man, the, the girl had a voice of an angel. And you know, when you're talking about talented people, it's just a natural thing that we speak about their talent because that's kind of like, you know, that's the thing that sticks out. You know, no matter what, Michael Jordan could be the dude that jumped through the roof. But at the same time, man, you know, Jay was the genuine article, man. Like, not only was she talented, her spirit, man, was just so sweet. Her smile was so sweet, man. So much wisdom, you know, so... I don't want to just keep harping on the talent that Jay Renee had. I also want to point out the character and the individual that Jay Renee was, man. She was just so special to so many people, man. And, um, you know, she was taken. She was taken away from us. And I use the words taken on purpose by absolute idiot that was drinking and driving. And I used a hard word like idiot because... Come on, man. In 2021, yo, we have Ubers. We have Lyfts. I'm sure they still got some yellow cabs around here. They got 50 million ways. When you zoomed it out of your mind, when you earled up, you can get your behind home instead of getting behind the wheel, man. And right now, I mean, I'm, let me drop that message. If you a drinker, hey, that's how you get down. Man, do your thing. Hey, whatever, whatever floats your boat. But 
Don't get behind the wheel, man. Don't drink and drive. Be responsible. Be responsible. This young lady had her whole life ahead of her. She was heading home. And we know God don't make mistakes. But, you know, right now, I'm just speaking in the natural. I'm not speaking spiritually. You feel me? And so a car hit a head on, man. Drone driver. You know, so took baby girl out. So, Jerry Renee, I'm dedicating this show to your mama. She just released the record. Y'all know how Facebook go. But let me play a little bit of this record for my baby girl, man. Safe place. Gotta hold it together now. You gotta hold it together now. Can't let them see the scene. Can't let them see it. Let me put a caution sign around. What's left of my broken dreams? Something <laughs> on the wrong road for too long. Bound to crash eventually. I'm so tired of being strong. This is Jay Renee. Safe place. That baby has something to say, man. That baby has something to say. And guess what? It's recorded, so we gonna make sure she said. So one more time, man. One more time. Let's give it up for Jay Renee, man. Rest in peace, baby. And and Lindsay and Charles, we praying for you. Believe that. We believe that. And not just we praying. We here. Lindsay, you got my phone number. All you got to do is hit my jet. I'm in the building. You feel me? Also, you know, uh, got to say uh, rest in peace to DMX. Uh, you know, that one hit home because... You know, I told a story a bunch of times on the podcast about how, you know, whenever um, whenever a record will come out in New Orleans on Tuesday, I shoot to the record store, I get the record, pop open the plastic, I smell it, I smell the plastic, I read the line of notes, I light me a goo, and I just ride around the city and listen to the music, and I was listening to DMX, and um, yo... <laughs> Man, boy, man, boy, we started rocking, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, man, what this is? So I'm just riding, you know what I'm saying? Uh, number one, number two, number three, yeah. number four, number five, number six. Uh, he no, ain't no, missing no, a beat. No. It ain't no skips on this thing, right? And so I'm just jamming X, I'm jamming X, I'm jamming X. And then, let me fly and give me high and stop. And my soul rests and take my breath. If I don't fly, I'ma die anyway. I'ma live on, but I'll be gone in the day. You gonna let me fly or give me rest? <laughs> don't play. Don't, don't play with X. Don't play with X. Anyway, back to my story. So what I do is I'm riding around the city, I'm listening to DMX, and then all of a sudden the boys started praying. You know, I told the story before. I'ma just cut across the field, went by my partner governor, you know, let governor hear DMX praying. That was my first time ever hearing a real street dude talk about God like that. So uh that really touched me. Then I had the opportunity to briefly meet X uh when they had the concert in New Orleans, just a random encounter. At the red light in the east, man, we chopped it up a little bit, talked a little bit. And then, you know, there's a such thing called the six degrees of separation where you're always six people away from, you know, your dream or what have you. Uh, it just so happens one of my good friends, the homie Big Prophet, he became DMX's uh, spiritual advisor. So I was able to have some communication, you know, via Big Prophet. So shout out Big Prophet, man, and praying for his family too. 
my people on Facebook. Yeah, our, her voice is 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 beautiful, man. Shush. J Renee, y'all y'all check out, man. J A E R E N E. Stream purchase her new song. All the proceeds are going to her family and also going to a uh, mad mothers against drunk drivers. So also rest in peace, Black Rob, man. You know. A lot of debt, man. The homie Rob been sick for a long time. Uh, you know, Rob was a really dope lyricist. I guess his biggest song probably was Whoa, coming down the street, like whoa. He like whoa. You know what I mean? So he just passed away. So listen, man, none of us are promised tomorrow. You know, so let's make sure that we love one another. Uh daily and also in your own personal life. Man, make sure you stop and make sure you smell in the roses. Make sure you recognize how beautiful a sunset is. Stop just rushing through your life, man. Take your time. You know, smell the coffee. You know, look at the beauty of uh, water and just the sound of rain, whatever. The laughter of your children, the smiles of your family. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the Whatever. Whatever you find beauty in, man. Make sure you take that stuff in because life is not promised. You know what I mean? We can be gone within the end of the day. And speaking of that, you know, the podcast, first and foremost, round of applause. We got a guilty verdict. Finally, uh, with George Floyd, you know, when the protest was here in Houston, me and my man Cali, we went down to the protest. Uh, that was something, you know, something dope to be a part of, be a part of history. To see, I think it was like 40 or 50,000 people you know what I mean? Standing up, you know, for racial injustice and these police shootings. Ironically, J. Renee, she sung. Oh, my baby girl, man. Shucks. Uh, Jay sung at at George at the George Floyd protest, man. Uh man, I'm gonna miss that little girl. It's it's crazy because just a couple of days before her passing, I was just connecting her with a producer friend of mine, D. Walla. <clears throat> that's who's doing all my production right now and uh, you know it's crazy yo it's like I was just on the phone with this girl making plans about the future she's taking away but you know I don't want to uh, go back to that but yeah so she she sung at George Floyd's uh, man 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 yeah she sung at George at George Floyd's uh, protests and um we gonna miss you, Jay. But uh look, I can lost all my words. Give me a second, John. Um Shucks, man. All right. Whew. Um so she sung, it was beautiful. The protest was beautiful. No violence broke out. But I mean, you know, we got three guilty verdicts. So from what I understand, don't quote me, I'm not a legal mastermind, anything like that. I believe the max. That he's facing his father some more years. I think the minimum is 12. Y'all know how that scale goes. The judge can kind of land, you know, anywhere he chooses to land. But we do have a guilty verdict. And that just shows that when the people stand up, when the people make noise, we can make some things uh, happen. I have a good friend of the show. His name is Detective Carr. Y'all know my homie, Detective Carr. We grew up together in Kennedy Heights in New Orleans. And um, he's been on the show giving us information the one thing he always says is that the main issue is that we don't report policemen whenever police do us wrong we just kind of brush it off he says that within the department the most people that do the reporting are people 
uh, within the department, police on police. So yes, there is a such thing as the blue wall, but ironically, there is some cracks within that wall. So let's keep on making noise. But, you know, this is what was on my mind heavy, heavy tonight. Controlling our emotions. Anything uh, that you do out of emotion, nine times out of ten, is going to come back and bite you in your behind. Nine times out of ten. Because when you're emotional, you are irrational. When you are irrational, you're going to say things and you're going to do things that you may not really want to say or you may not really want to do. And that old nursery rhyme that we was taught, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words that never hurt me. Man, look, that's a lie, playboy. Trust me. Home girl, that's a lie. They got some things that you can let fly out your mouth <laughs> that you can't never take back. I'm sorry. Flowers, cards, candy, songs, prayers. Like, they got some people will never forgive you uh, when you say some of the things that you say out of, out of emotion. You know, uh, I do a lot of prison concerts, a lot of prison ministry and things of that sort with Charm Ministries, with my man Double O. And um, it's so many people that you meet in jail because they got mad, not because they're necessarily bad people, not because they're career criminals. Simply, they got emotional and things got out of hand. You know what I'm saying? And so, absolutely, man, words hurt. Lord, words cut through your flesh and through your soul. You know what I'm saying? They got some things that people can tell you it will echo through your lifetime. I should say something, man. My mama told me something. I'm not going to say that. My mama would kill me. No, my mama will kill me. Well, should I? No, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I'm gonna leave her alone. But my mama told me something. <laughs> no, I'm gonna say it. Look, I love my mama. You know what I'm saying? That's my best friend. I talk to my mama every single day. But let me tell you how serious, how serious words is. There used to be a mall. I'm gonna show you how much I remember this. There was a mall. In Bell Promenade, my cousin Vanessa up in here. What's up, Vanessa? Don't tell my mom I'm talking about her. My man Jerome says some words can get you punched, words can get you shot. 100%. So, look, so they had this dude, he was selling heroin bones. And so we walking through Bell Promenade, Bell Promenade Mall. It's me, <laughs> me, my mama, Bell, and my brother Greg. <laughs> And so, nah, I, I ain't started the story. Now, Vanessa, I got to finish it. I got to finish it. And for those that's just listening to the audio, once again, I'm, I'm on Facebook Live while I'm recording the podcast. Anyway, so we're in the mall. And so, dude got these fire Harrow Bones, man. The Harrow Bones had just came out. I wanted that thing bad. And so, my mama wouldn't buy it. You know what I'm saying? So, my flashed out. I can't remember what I said. Uh, I just know I was angry. And so, <laughs> so I didn't. So, <laughs> this is so up. My mama looked at me and my mama said, <laughs> I should have got rid of you when I had the chance. <laughs> I clutched my pearl. <laughs> Yo, man, 
like it was yesterday. And that mess was over 30 some odd years ago. That woman looked at me and said, I should have got rid of you when I had the chance. Mama said, ain't so. <laughs> no. And then, to add insult to injury, she had already brought the chain. Oh, no. So anyway, I love my mom. My mom is my best friend. And um, Lord knows I would not know what I would do without the lady. But anyway, she going to be mad at me telling that story. I don't care. But back to, back to emotions. Um, and I'm not a master of controlling my emotions. I'm a Virgo. I don't do astrology, things of that sort. But, you know, when you read that stuff, there's some truth to it. We know it's whatever. But... Um, I'm sensitive, you know, I got all kind of sides to me. I'm not a monolithic person. There's very, lot going on. So anyway, uh, and also I'm real comfortable with confrontation and that's, uh, a gift and it's a curse because it's like, I don't care how it's rocking. I don't care how it's coming. We can sit down, we can have a conversation, you know, just regular, it can, it can escalate, it can go here, it can go there. I'm comfortable with well, however that confrontation is coming, I can handle it. And that's going to be a comfort. I'm going to be up in that confrontation with slippers on and with a pillow and with a snuggie. You understand me? That's how comfortable within the confrontation that I am. So what that does is that leads you to kind of just go into stuff, you know, you kind of just say what's on your mind. And there was a time where I thought that was cool. You know, I used to always say, man, look, I don't have no gray area. I'm black and white. It is what it is. But let me tell you something that I've learned just with age and with wisdom and going through circumstances. You need a gray area, yo. Everybody needs a gray area. Not having a gray area is extremely dangerous you need a gray area some you don't have to say everything that's on your daggone mind some stuff you just got to shut up like for real for real and i had to learn that man like you can't just say everything you know because people just not gonna take everything the way you meant it and sometimes you just need to keep your mouth closed and so that's just wisdom you know as you get older you learn that a gray area <clears throat> It's a very, very healthy thing. It's not <laughs> it's not something that should be avoided. Everybody needs to have a great area. Develop you a great area, all right? And so me having me learning how to develop these things, learning how to communicate, because again, there was a time that I thought I was a master communicator, but I learned again with age and with wisdom, man, it's a lot that I need to learn, you know. Uh, people always say, you know, God gave you one mountain, two ears, so you can listen more than you talk. You know, I had to learn, man, sometimes just shut up. You know, sometimes just sit back, observe, don't let your left hand know what your right hand doing. You know, and all, always don't do anything out of emotion. When you know you're emotional and you feel that stuff bubbling up, just be cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, hold it down, just take your walk, back out the conversation because... You gonna say some stuff, or you might do something that you don't really mean. And I'm sorry, don't fix everything. Like I say, facts straight up. I'm sorry, it don't fix everything. You know what I'm saying? And so, 
this brings me to this incident. But once again, George Floyd, we got the guilty verdict. We all remember we saw how Derek Chauvin, Chauvin, however you say his name, who cares, how he just kneeled on this man's neck for eight minutes and some seconds. You know, uh, there was a line that came out in the trial that was so fire. That boy said, George Floyd's heart was too big, like saying something was wrong. And his lawyer said, nah, playboy, uh-uh. Your heart, the officer heart was too small. Man, that's a bar, you know what I mean? And so, <clears throat> that brings me to how we need to be careful with our emotions because right on the back of our guilty verdict that we are celebrating, uh, shout out to homie David. He said, you've always been a good listener and seek to understand. I appreciate that, Dave. I tried, big dog. I tried, bro. Thank you, dog. Pray for me. Brian got it all together. Trust me. Uh, but bringing me to one of my main topics that I wanted to deal with today was this this new incident that happened with the little girl, uh, the 15-year-old girl getting shot. It's all over social media. Uh, hold tight. Let me, let me put it up real quick. Y'all know I'm the most professional, unprofessional podcast out here. I ain't got no team. So bear with me. I do all this stuff on the fly. God dog it. Okay, so it happened in Columbus. Uh, the little girl was 15 years old. Uh, so I watched this video like at least 25 times, right? And so when I first saw the snippets, you know, every you know, all the headlines was like, man, the police just jumped out and bang, 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 he started busting like. You know, he ain't do nothing. He ain't trying to de-escalate. Nothing. He just started hitting. And I'm like, come on, man. You mean to tell me with all the stuff that's going on in the country, man, we still got these dudes out here acting like this? It can't be. You know, so, you know, I'm just I'm just steadily seeing all this stuff hit my timeline, hit my timeline. And I'm like, bruh, these people are out of control, you know. But I know... I've seen some questionable videos, so I say let me withhold, you know, any critique or any judgment, you know, until I get to really see what's happening, you know what I mean? And um, the mayor even chimed in and said this afternoon, a young woman tragically lost her life. That's the Columbus Mayor Andrew Genther. And I mean, once again, we have another dead kid, man. Key word being kid. 15 years old, man, this baby has not even started to live, you know what I mean, so of course, man, prayers go out to her family, all that, that's automatic, man, you know, my baby boy is 18, you know, so I wouldn't know what to do if, uh, you know, I lost, you know, one of my kids to something tragic like this, right, so <clears throat> it hurts, we're angry because we're like, here we go, Another police shooting, another police shooting. But when you start looking at this video, you know, it kind of, you know, I'm emotional. So when I first watched it, all I see is, oh boy, jump out, start hitting, bing, 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 bing. And my heart broke, you know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, here we go again. But then I start watching the video again. And I start watching the video again. And then I see, like, wait, she got something in her hands. Oh, that's a knife. As the reports start coming out, she had a knife in her hands. And then 
saying she was 16, okay, 15, 16, you know, that's still too young to, to get killed in the streets like that. But uh, the girl had a knife in her hands. And so when you watch the video, she run up, jumping on this one female that was on the ground, boom, boom, boom. And then when she get off the female, you see a dude, like a grown man, try to kick whatever female that was on the ground. A grown man, he trying to kick this, whoever this girl was, you know, in the face in front of the police, right? Then the camera pan to the young lady with the knife, this 15 or 16 year old, and she run up to this girl in pink. And that's when the police start hitting. Boom, 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 right? And so I've been watching social media all day. And I see, you know, we all say the same thing. Where was the taser? You know, try to de-escalate the situation, all these things, right? But let me ask, let me ask my audience, because y'all know how we do. This is the Running My Mouth podcast, you know, so all opinions are open and please all my facebook live people i want to know you know what do you think about the shooting but here's my viewpoint on it i put let's put me i'm gonna put myself in the situation first right if i'm pent on a car and the dude is about to hit me with a knife i don't care how somebody get homie off of me please get homie off of me I got a brother that was stabbed up kind of like the same way. And nobody, you know, got this person off of my brother. If I would have been out there, she would have got off of him. You know what I mean? And so then if you can't, if you struggling with putting yourself in that situation, put one of your loved ones in that situation. You know, if you have kids, put one of your kids in that situation where, they against a car and the female has a knife or the assailant, whoever the assailant is. The, the assailant has a knife and is swinging in motion. In that moment, take, like, I know we emotional. I know we emotional, but think about it just for a second. In that moment, would you want that officer to stop that person from stabbing your kid or your loved one by any means necessary? Or would you want the officer to try to figure stuff out, taser, chokehold, whatever, try to rush over there, whatever, because you can swing a knife. Do your Googles, do your YouTubes. You can swing a knife and stab somebody faster than you can shoot somebody. I'm going to say that again. You can swing a knife faster. Swing a knife faster than what you can shooting somebody. So if somebody is on you that close with a knife, even if you had a gun in your pocket, that person can literally swing that knife before you can pull your strap out. Kyle said people be too worried about recording rather than helping to stopping things. Man, that's so real. I've seen so many so many circumstances where somebody would be recording something and you'd be like, dog, won't you put your phone down and, and help? <laughs> help, you know what I'm saying? Like, just people, yeah, you're so right about that. 
But just think about that scenario, right? I understand that when the cop pulled up, as even Vanessa said, she was moving too fast. She was already in motion to stab the lady that was just standing there. Exactly, cuz. That's, that's my point. And so what is the police officer's job? Their job is to protect and serve. Now, nah, we're not going to play games on this podcast. Nah, we ain't going to do that. We know that there's a bias when it comes down to authority. We know that nine times out of ten, a police officer is going to be a whole lot careful with a white person than what they are going to be with black people. That's just what it is. It's no avoiding that. That's just the truth of the matter. They harder on us. Period. That's just what that is. So, and guess what? I never say stuff like, well, what if they was white? Because I'm not white. I'm never going to be white. So I can't even relate to that. There's no relation to being white. I don't live that life. Never will live that life, right? So I'm black. This is what I have to deal with. Do I believe that all police are bad? 1,000% no. No, 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 no. I know a whole, one, one of my good friends, Detective Carr, friend of the show, he is a veteran cop, 15, 20 years. I work with, when I go into these prisons, I'm up in there with police. I ain't got no problems with police whatsoever. I stay away from them. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When I'm on the roads and stuff like that, like, I'm going to do the speed. I mean, like, I don't want to be bothered by them people, but I don't have no issue with them. Now, but see, them cowards that hide behind the badge, that do that dirt, can't stand them. I mean, for everything, there's a negative and there's a positive. We talk about preachers. You got some negative preachers, you got some positive preachers. You know what I mean? Same thing, any field. You got negative and positive. We got to stop painting with this, this big old paintbrush that we paint with. These police incidences... Listen, y'all, they have to be looked at as isolated incidents. We cannot keep trying to take all of the shootings and put them in one batch because that's going to fuel our emotions. And when you start feeling your emotions, you cannot look at things from an analytical point of view. When you cannot look from things from an analytical point of view, you're going to begin to make childish decisions. You're going to begin to have a childish and a one-sided and or a biased mindset and that will render you just unhelpful because everything you see that's all you go see a carpenter is gonna always see a nail give him a hammer it's a nail bing 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 a surgeon is gonna see a scalpel you understand what i'm saying the artist is going to see the fine lines you know what i'm saying a tattoo artist he's going to understand the layers of the skin our viewpoints and the things that we come from is how we are going to see things you understand on uh, facebook uh jerome said i just want to know why she felt so unprotected she had to pick up a knife well again the story is still developing but from what i understand she was getting jumped now when the when the police body cam picks up, uh, you know, all we see, it looked like she was in power. So I don't know if the people had to jump her and ran off. I don't know if she held it down. <coughs> Excuse me. I don't know if when they was jumping her, she pulled out the knife that backed everybody up. I don't know what happened. But they say that she was the one that called the police because she was getting attacked. So 
getting back to this thing. So the officer, everything is in motion. He jumps out the car. The girl is on one girl on the ground. She jump off the girl that's on the ground. A dude tried to kick the girl on the ground in the face. And then the young lady, she rushes the woman in pink on the car in motion with a knife. In that moment, the officer shoots. And we got to get out this mindset of um, shoot him in the leg, shoot him in the arm. Like, yo, that's the movies, man. Like, police are trained to shoot center mass because this is the biggest target. It's even bigger than the head, it's bigger than the arms, bigger than the legs. They train the shoot center mass to stop the threat. That's just, that, that's what that is. And this not like no movie, man. Them people not like snipers. Like, he not about to jump out the car and pew, shoot the knife out the girl hand and then spin the gun on his finger and, and blow it like he dirty Harry or something. That's movies. That's not going to happen in real life, man. And so... When you think about the job of protecting and serving, and then you think about what if that was one of your people that was about to get jugged up, would you care how this officer stopped them? Notice how I pause right there for dramatic effect? That's what that is. I want you to think about that. If that was one of your people slammed against that car, somebody was on them with a knife, what would you want the officer to do? Because if the officer said, hey, stop, it ain't no guarantee that she gonna stop. That knife might still swing, bam, hit your peeper in the neck. If the officer hit her with a taser, zzz, we done seen buku times on YouTube, man, they got people walk smooth through tasers. Walk smooth through them. So even though he could have hit her with that taser, maybe that knife still swing. Bam! Hit in the neck. So he decided to bust. It's unfortunate, man, we got another dead kid. But somewhere down the line, we got to look at this stuff as isolated incidents. And we have to take responsibility for ourselves, for our choices. Now, where I come from, normally when the police roll up, you kind of cool out. You know what I'm saying? Once the people pull up, everybody back up. If not, run. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even trying to sit there and talk to the people if I, if I don't have to. So when the people skirt, 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 everybody's supposed to chill. But it looked like when the people pulled up, like she turned up. I don't know, you know, what how she thought that was going to turn out. But the girl had a knife in her hands. And when it come down to one of my children, when it come down to one of my children, man, look, I need you to stop the threat, homie. However you got to stop the threat, I don't care if you hit them with a grenade. Man, stop them people from hurting my babies, man. Let me check my Facebook. Car say, uh, police need to be trained on using their tasers first and guns absolutely last. And if they can't handle how to handle a firearm and when to use it, they need to be disarmed. Straight mall <laughs> Hey, I feel you. But answer, but answer me this. And then once again, for my audio people, while I'm recording the podcast, I'm always on Facebook Live. All right, so, Kyra, tell me this. I 1,000% agree with you. They need to go to that taser first. But in this instance, in this instance, if he would have went for that taser first, that girl probably would have killed that girl that was on that car. 
That's all I'm saying. Think about that. Tell me what you think about that. Vanessa said that man, instead of kicking the girl, she had to, she grabbed her and stopped her. Nutella put the knife down. At that point, it looked like she was the aggressor to, to, to the police. He didn't know what was going on. All he saw was her attacking. Agreed. I'm tripping out because that was a big old dude. You know, and that's the same thing like Kyra had pointed out earlier. It's like, yo, if, if you sitting here and you here, like, come on, stop this. Stop it. Like, don't sit there and record it. Don't stand by egg your own man. Like, calm this mess down. Especially when your people go to get a knife. Like, once he seen that, I don't know who the girl was to him. I don't know if that was his daughter, that was his friend, his neighbor. I don't know. But once he seen her escalate to the point that she got a knife, he's supposed to step in and say, baby girl, chill. I'm not about to let none of my people just stab nobody up. Because I know you out of there at that point. You gone. You going to jail. And that's one of these other people got some kind of weapon. Man, you going to jail. Once I see my people reach for a knife, I'm bringing that thing up. Because sometimes people got to fight. Sometimes you got to get it off your chest. I don't see nothing wrong with going in the little blender, going in the little skerfuffle, ping, 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 ping. You fight a little bit, gap that mess off. You ain't got to be friends no more, but you ain't got to be enemies neither. You know, so I'm all for fighting. I grew up fighting. That's what we did. Hey, hey, I know I might be wrong for saying that, but I'm just saying. I don't, I don't have no issue with people fighting, dapping it off, going the opposite ways. But all this extra stuff with the guns and knives and bricks and bats and all that stuff, we got to cool out. Jerome said, uh, on Facebook, we need to be better shaping our youth. This jumping people and shooting first is a coward's way. 100%. 100%. You know, so like all y'all making, you know, 1,000% one, 1, perfect points. And that's, you know, for this isolated situation. All I'm saying is, uh, Kyra said, there's no excuse. I wouldn't want the police shooting my baby and nobody else's, whether they were the aggressor or not. Well, I respect that. You know, you being honest. I respect that. For me, that's a struggle. If somebody got a knife and and they got my baby pinned up, I'm going to want them to shoot her. Because guess what? If I had a gun, I'd probably shoot her. I'm not about to sit there and watch nobody stab one of my children. So, But I, hey, I respect your opinion. Everybody welcome. Vanessa, she's saying they keep saying child, but she didn't look like a child. I'm sorry. She lost her life. I hope she would. I hope she would put that knife down. Yeah, uh, Jerome said, we need to teach these boys to be men and protect our women and girls to keep their hands off. Oh, dog, that's a whole nother conversation right there, bro. This thing where these dudes just comfortable putting their hands on females, talking to females crazy, cussing them, calling them out their names. Man, let me tell you something, dog. Look, that boy Jerome, it took me to a whole nother realm. Hey, I got three daughters, dog. Let me tell you something, bro. If you a man, you listening to this podcast, and you a verbal abuser or a physical abuser, say, dog, you weak. You like you like Pee Wee Herman weak. You like cotton, shaman, when it's wet, toilet paper weak. You like SWV, I get so weak. And you like that kind of weak. You like... Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday week. You like the pastor bishop weeks week. Like, 
you like a whole nother kind of like Superman when you give him kryptonite weak. You know what I'm saying? It ain't never no reason. You a man, bro. You a king. You a king. Whether somebody ever told you that or not, it's our job to protect. Man, Pac said it the best. It's time to heal our women, kill for our women, be real to our women. If we don't, we going to have a race of babies that's going to hate the ladies that make the babies. And if a man can't make one, he have the right to tell a woman when and where to create one. So when the real man get up, I know you're fed up, baby. Please, we got to keep hanging. Ooh, child, things are going to get easy. Keep your head. I digress. But yeah, bro, we got to cool out. And Jerome, it's funny you brought that up, dog, because I saw something on my timeline today. A girl, she took a book sack. Man, I said, bro, you can put me. Said, bro, you got me off on a tangent, bro. Let me, I'm going to say this and I'm going to get back to what I'm talking about, man. They had a dude, the, I mean, the, the girl that was in school. It was like high school kids. She took a book sack and she pushed the book sack in the boy's face. Now, hey, she wrong for that. All right, you down bad. But she took, after this girl hit him with a book sack, man, this boy, like, four-piece this girl. Bing, 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 bing. And nobody did nothing. <coughs> like, everybody, like, nobody came to this little girl. Man, look, say, bro, men, take care of these women. If you ride down the street, and you see a dude like man's hand, and then listen. I know I'm not. I'm not saying be a superhero. I'm not saying be a, a vigilante because sometimes that mess can backfire on you. Matter of fact, <laughs> matter of fact, tell you a quick story. Then I'm gonna get back to what I was talking about. Jerome, bro, you see, you didn't put me all all the way on somewhere else, dog. I'm coming for my concert, me and my people, everybody in the cup, and so. Uh, we're on the West Bank of New Orleans, right up by Oakwood on the West Bank Expressway. We had a red light. We sitting at a red light, and this dude, he just whipping this chick. Bop, 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 bop. I'm talking about, like, punching and everything, right? So I rolled my window down, and I said, say, dog, man, don't touch that girl again, man. You tripping. This showing you like how like I'm real with what I'm saying. I'm not just talking out of the side of my neck. I don't do that. Like running my mouth is just like a a a a, a title of a podcast. Don't think that I just talk out of the side of my neck and I'm not about what I'm saying. So anyway, the dude whipping this chick in the car next to us. And so I rolled the window down. I said, say, bro, don't hit that girl again. And so that boy, at this point, he took his elbow. And boom, bust the girl in the face with his elbow, right? So I jump out the car. I jump out the car. I start hitting, bing, 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 bing. And so he pushed open the door, pushed me back. And so, like, that boy, like, rolled out the car. Like, that boy was, like, 10 feet tall. <laughs> he folded out the car. <laughs> so, boom, I start working him. Bing, 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 dropped him down. And then my brother, my brother Mukes, he come around kicking the man in the face. Bop, bop. So me and Mukes whipping his boy on the expressway. Da, 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 Let me tell you what happened. After we whipped this boy, 
getting this girl to safety, the police rolled up. What you think she do? She look at this dude that was just beating the brakes off of her. Tell him, get in the car, babe, get in the car. And then get in the car and dirt ball and run for the police. And me and Muse just sitting there like, that's messed up. And of course, he mad because I was tripping. You know, I, I did too much, but I'm just saying, you know, protect these women, man. Women are not supposed to be beaten. They're not supposed to be talked down to. They're not supposed to be cussed at. They're not supposed to be disrespected. They're supposed to be taken care of. And that's that that's that's on uh Pepin the Pew and Mary having little lamb. Vanessa say a king should not hit a queen and the queen should keep her hands to herself too. Now that's real too. You know, like for you women, hey man, look y'all y'all can turn the podcast into something else, man. Y'all not bad for this. But look, for real, y'all gotta stop. You know what I'm saying? My daughter, you know, it's my daughter a boxer, you know what I'm saying? Like she a whip a dude. <laughs> She'll whip a dude in a heartbeat. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all got to stop that. Like, yeah, y'all got to keep your hands off these dudes too. You understand? But, uh, yeah, but all that being said, men protect these women. And uh, and that still ties into emotion because all that's emotional. You know, let's make sure that we are controlling our emotions. We are not operating off of our emotions. Let's, let's take our time and think you know, it, it don't matter if it take you 24 hours to get your thoughts together. Sit back, get your thoughts together, then come back to the situation and see how you can handle things, man. I thank y'all so much for joining me. I thank y'all so much for y'all input. Y'all know how we get down. This is episode 51. Episode 51. This podcast is being heard in Russia and Turkey and Compton. In Houston and New Orleans, man, listen, consistency breaks the back of anything. If you have a business and you need advertising, make sure, make sure that you hit the email, runningmymouth at gmail.com. That's running, no G, runningmymouth at gmail.com. We have some awesome advertising packages. Make sure you share a video. And as I say always, look, if I say something that you don't like, don't take it personal. I'm just running my mouth, you dead. Rest in peace, J. Renee. We love you, baby. One more time. Gotta hold it together now. Thank y'all for joining me, Facebook. I love y'all, man. Before y'all all go, make sure you hit that share button for me. Thank y'all for joining me. Say, Jay. Was bound to crash eventually. I'm so tired of being strong. Why can someone else be strong for me?
Jerry ladies and gentlemen. Jerry Chapman. Gone too soon.